founder of the London Voice Boutique. We're a voiceover agency based in Soho, London, and we're going to take you on a little journey behind the scenes with some of our actors so that you can get a taste of what goes on in this world. Think funny stories, advice, and some useful insights on how to navigate this industry. Today, I'm happy to welcome two of my top artists, Colette Cooper, actor, singer, songwriter, and activist, who's been with me for about six years, I think, and Annika Harry, who is a comedy actress and author, who's also been with me about six or seven years as well. Hey, girls. Hi, Steph. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about how you both got into the industry and, and voiceover and acting? After you, Annika, Thank go on. You. Um, so I trained as an actor. I went to drama school, did three years of foolishness. Yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> came out, didn't really work as an actor very much to begin with, let's be honest. Bit of call centering, bit of waitressing, the classics. Um, yeah. But actually it was always voice stuff. In hindsight, it was always voice stuff at drama school that I liked the most. So I went into comedy, started doing a few comedy roles. Meanwhile, just kept emailing, 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 badgering agents, as you probably remember, Steph. Yep. Don't recommend that to anybody listening that wants a voiceover <laughs> agent. <laughs> Try and be more selective. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually uh, found London Voice Boutique and it was the best fit. Oh, well, it's, it's been great. And what about you, Claire? Oh, well, I started off at school, a bit of acting at school, and... I, I didn't actually train actually. I formed, I did A-levels at college that sort of did like drama and dance and stuff, but then I formed a theatre company. Well, I was a part of a group that wow. formed a theatre company. So I started off doing that. Yeah. Um, and then I did quite a lot of theatre, that was my background. Yeah. And then I started to do quite a lot of TV yeah. and film. And every, before I went into voiceovers, people used to say, you should definitely do yeah. voiceovers. And um, I said, oh, okay. So I thought, I didn't email everyone. I just went straight to... You did, you did. I was selective. I knew who I wanted. <laughs> so I was like, I know which voiceover agent I want. And, um, and we got the best, didn't we? Definitely. And um, yeah, and, and I love it. I love doing voiceovers. Yeah. Well, I think it. it's a really good point for finding an agent, actually, mm. because... Mm because I didn't really know anything about it, I just knew I wanted to do it. I was emailing people who already, I just got given a few names, yeah. was emailing people who already had somebody like yeah. me or similar-ish yeah. or full books no one like you. or whatever. There's no one like you, like you Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what though, Having when you say that, the trouble is the emails that I get in about, um, oh, I see you haven't got anyone on my books like me. Sometimes there's a reason that there isn't anyone like that person yeah. on the books. It can be because that's not a popular style or we don't think we're going to be able to sell it. So it is quite funny when people tell me, oh, you haven't got this on your books. I think I'd be great for you. I kind mm. of go, I know it's awful, but I slightly bristle and go, fuck off. <laughs> um, I like the idea that they come to, I think, that really, really easy, sort of a very simple email. People who write me an essay, I don't have time. Yeah. But, you know, like a, a quick headshot, this is what I do. And it's for you, I think, especially with the comedy, when you sort of, with Colette, it was the voice. It's that gravelly voice and Northern. That was really, you know, really mm. unique. And for you, it was the comedy delivery and being from the Midlands. It, for me, that also stood out and was like, oh, I like those things I can sell. That, that makes you unique. 
And I think that's really important. Yeah. It's timing, isn't it? Timing yeah. is everything. And it's dependent on, I guess, what the industry's like at a certain yeah. time. Good and, point, you know, All of that yeah. stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good point, that. But, um, yeah, it's not always because they don't have it on the uh, on the books. <laughs> well, right. also, I, like, yeah. I was doing voiceover without having an agent. That's something else that you can oh, say. Oh, that's but good. You, you do need one, really. You have to have somebody in your corner. Yeah. yeah. It's also the it's 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 having that, but also understanding what you're worth and how to sell yourself. You know, people come to me and sort of say, "Oh, I've just you know I've got a job. Would you like to represent me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but well, I've agreed to this," and you're like, "I'm sorry, how low was that fee you've just agreed to? You've just totally undersold yourself," and that I find really frustrating. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I think agents are so so, so important. important. So like just you're right, make you sure need that them people in your corner. Get that, exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. You do. You, you do. So um, with that in mind, uh, I'd like to know a little bit more about when you go into a voiceover session or you're getting ready for a voiceover session, do you have any rituals or is there anything you'd like to do? Rituals, rituals. <laughs> uh, la, la, la. <laughs> uh, I, I always like a nice cup of tea. Do you? Yeah. It's water, cup of tea, have a nice chat. I think my ritual, I don't know about you, Annika, but I like to you know, meet the team yeah. first, have a little chat with them. I'm not a fan of go straight into the booth. Right. You know, I want to meet them, shake the hand, look them in their eyes, you know, want to know who I'm working with. Cool. And I think that's and a little bit of, you know, tea, really. That's why <laughs> it's I all about the tea. <laughs> it's all about the tea. I don't do a big, long warm-up. I don't do a boy. Such I don't a do cute a big, day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do a big warm-up because no. I think the minute you get up, and I know you're talkative as well, <laughs> as soon as you get, wake up in the morning, you, you know, you start talking, that's your warm-up, isn't it? Do you have it? a couple of fags, though, before we go in? I don't smoke anymore. Oh. I stopped smoking quite a few years ago. I used now. to tell people, have a cigarette, it will yeah. really help your voice. Yeah, I'm no, like I don't the worst smoke. person your I'm mother was. terribly late night. Yeah. Just don't have a hangover. Just yeah. smoke away. I don't smoke. Yeah, oh, no, I don't smoke. Sound like I you sound would. like a smoke. Someone I said, to. Someone said, you sound like you smoke 40 bags a day. <laughs> I said, well, you sound like you smoke 60. So, you know. That's your USP. Yeah. yeah. That's what I tell you on, though. Great. What about you? Um, before every voiceover, I like to have at least three to four pints of lager. Who doesn't? No, I always wear comfortable pants. Oh. has to be done. As in knickers? Yeah, right, like, you okay. know, up to the boob jobby. <laughs> yeah, okay. I couldn't do recording in a thong. No. <laughs> You've got to be that, comfy. Is that a higher pitch to bring down? Yeah, that's brilliant. You've got to be comfy. But do you wear thongs on the... As well. Do you know what? To be honest, these days phones? I can't. No, I'm not. Frankly. I'm not really feeling it anymore. So yeah, the bigger the pant, the better right. the recording. I love um, that. That's great. I always go in with a bottle of water, a lip balm. A lip balm. Yeah. Sometimes a, a hand cream. You've got to keep slathered up. Right. So yeah. It's all about the lube. Yeah. Right. Okay. I remember that one. <laughs> Some handy tips. Yeah. Um, and warm up wise, if it's if it's not long form, if it is an advert and you're in and out in town, yeah. I do do a little bit. I tend to do it on the tube, you know, like the humming scales. Oh, <laughs> yeah. People give you a bit of a wide berth on the Piccadilly line. Yeah. <laughs> Get an extra seat. Sometimes I think, oh, I wonder if they think I'm like a pop star. <laughs> you look like one. Oh, thank you. Don't you do. It's amazing. Um, great. Okay. Well, that's some useful tips. Thank you. Um, uh, okay. What's the strangest direction you've ever been asked to do or perform in a voiceover booth? Have you had any of those weird sort of like, oh my God, I've got to do this. You or me. Go on, go on. Well, I have actually. I asked someone where the toilet was and they sent me outside, take a right and I had to go to another building. 
And they thought I asked where the nearest tube was. I was like, I came back and I went, no, that's, I'm, no, that was wrong. I just wanted the toilet. That's hilarious. You're halfway home. Yeah. <laughs> And they were, they were in the building going, what point did where's Claire Cooper going? Where's, and I thought, that's so weird. But yeah, where, where's she doing... gone? I came back and they were all looking at me like this. Going, oh, are you okay now? I went, well, I just wanted to go to your toilet. And they sent me two blocks down. I told her that, Trevor. But you haven't, you haven't had to like do any weird performance, as it were. Well, that was a weird performance, I'd say. <laughs> You. you fucked off to another building. <laughs> I'm just coming back for the sequel. <laughs> okay, um, well, Annika, have you got anything? I really like a, like a quirky note, especially when I, you know, because I do comedy stuff quite yeah. frequently. Usually it's the other way around for me. They're like, can you tone it down a bit? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So when they ask me. Not like me that to, suit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not really my thing. When they ask me to up the ante or do something crazy, I'm really into it. And I do think actually. It, it, if they've not thought about that sort of thing and you can bring some improvisation in yes. or whatever, then sometimes the results are wicked because they've not really considered that that might happen. Yeah. So um, I think about, you know, adverts at the minute that stick in your mind. If you see stuff on the telly, there's like that Just Eat guy that's on constantly. And yeah. I can't imagine he went into a booth with a script that said, speak like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Domino's yeah. pizza. Well, you'd be surprised <laughs> at the briefs we get. Yeah, I can imagine actually yeah. some of them are out there. Some of them are quite interesting. So that might have been the brief yeah, that kind of would have said. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he talks like that. Yeah, maybe that is his voice. He <laughs> <laughs> goes around parties like, hello. Yeah. Hi, my name is Dan. Would you like a volivant? Yeah. <laughs> I was asked quite recently, oh, that's great, Annika, can you do that again? But can you do it like a corgi, as in, <laughs> as in the dog? Yeah. Oh. The, the, the advert did feature a corgi, but I didn't imagine that I'd have to embody one. What? Oh, God, that's brilliant. And how, okay, so sorry. Well, how did you, did you do, do that? that? Come on, I want to hear this corgi. <laughs> You've got to do it. I think that in a world of a corgi, it's quite like plum, de plum, plum, de plum. Yeah. So I was like, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make the cut. The queen no. would love you. The queen would love her. I know, I love that. Did you, did you get recast or did they use it? it the advert went out, but they did not make me a corgi in it I just said what I actually had oh, to okay. say but it was what a, a strange thing yeah, but what a strange thing to do I wonder if they were just having a laugh going let's know, do let's this but you do you do everything you're told don't you say so like okay do you want a Labrador do you want <laughs> that's got a whole range <laughs> I love that I have to say I send you into sessions not knowing not always knowing the script and not always knowing what you're going to be asked to do. Yeah. So actually, I don't hear these stories. You don't necessarily come out and go, oh, my fucking God, Steph, I just got asked to be a corgi. <laughs> Deliver this as a corgi word. I, I don't get that. So this is lovely. I love it. Um, okay. That's the best part about this job. Is some <laughs> it's, of the it's true, actually, because people think if they don't know the voiceover world, they imagine you've had the script beforehand. Yeah. You've got a good idea of what you're going to do. You haven't got a Scooby half the time. No, no. you don't. No, you know the brand. True. Sometimes you don't even know the brand. or No, exactly. Yeah. Because so much is NDA'd. I can't tell yeah. you anything. They don't tell me anything. That I find quite difficult. And it's really in the commercial world because I think anything which is like animation or audiobook or, you know, corporate, you get those scripts up front and you yeah. have that time to prep. But it, commercial, and that's you just kind go of in why I love it. I do gonna... love it because it's all a bit like, what the hell am I walking into? <laughs> yeah. And when people ask me for a script and I can't get it, I'm like, but you'll be fine. Go in, be a corgi. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've only got two lines to do in an hour or 20 minutes, however long yeah. it does take you, you don't want to have ran it to death beforehand. No, it no will take you away. want... 
Yeah, it takes away the um, spontaneity yeah. of it, the freshness of it. Yeah, I think people can really get in their own heads as well. And I've had that when I was doing demos where people have come in and practiced the script too much. Mm. And then when I'm trying to direct them, they can't get out of their head. Mm. They're, yeah. they're like, well, no, that's not how you I get, had yeah. it. You get so stuck in a pattern, nice. yeah. yeah. It becomes so it jaded yeah. then and yeah. it's not fresh. And... I had that actually in the lockdowns when we were doing a lot of stuff over Zoom. And I remember, yeah. Steph, you said, sent me an advert and that they wanted a, an example script. Yeah. And usually I pride myself, let's let's say that. I'm mm. quite proud of the fact that I take direction well. If not, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wouldn't be yeah. here. <laughs> but yeah. somehow, maybe because I've been in my house for a year and a half, Everything, every time you said to me, do it again, but like this, I think I just sent you the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah, you know, there are some times, and I think it is when you have that mm. prep time, you have too long to yeah. think about it. Yeah. But I yeah. really, you know, these whole tapes where they ask you to do a test, I have to be honest, I really find it very difficult for you guys to pre preempt what is expected of you. And then I have to try and preempt what is expected. And, and this is why it has changed the whole way of doing auditions for commercial work specifically, where, um, you know, it used to be that they'd pay you to go into a booth, but those budgets have gone. Yeah. So everyone has to do it on their little phones and they're trying to second guess what somebody else is thinking that's sitting in an office at the other side of London. And it is really difficult. So I do always feel a bit, you know, like I send them going, well, I think this is what you're after, but let mm -hmm. us know because it is really hard to judge. Yeah. It is, and you self-directing, it's yeah, impossible. I hate doing it on the phone and sending it out. It's rubbish doing It that. isn't fun. No, I get that. Okay, so, um, my next question would be, <clears throat> who would you most like to share a booth with? Annika. <laughs> you know what? I was thinking, why don't we have a podcast? Yeah. Annika, she's brilliant. Oh, do you know what? I've just been laughing all the time. We wouldn't get any work done. We'd just be there being corgis. <laughs> tell you what, as a producer, I would not want you to in a fucking booth. Let's the corgis, come on. Let's get the beer out, the corgis. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. apart from each other, is there anyone else? I'd probably say Ricky Gervais. Or oh, Ricky. wow. Yeah. Really? I think Ricky Gervais. I'd like to be in a booth with him. What, anything well. specific? Wouldn't it get political? Um, I love it. I, don't get I, me wrong. I wouldn't care. I just thought to be in a booth would be hilarious. Yeah. You'd have a laugh, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd have a riot. You'd oh have a riot. <laughs> You'd start it. a riot. <laughs> You'd start a riot. Other than Annika, it'd be definitely uh, Ricky. It's my second you? choice. Yeah. No, I like second that. choice after Colette. <laughs> Beautifully yeah. done. I'm going to say Miriam Margulies. <gasps> yeah. What fun. And obviously in recent years, she's, you know, she's established in herself as like the, um, the legend and the national treasure, but yeah. she's such a good voice actor. And yes. I think that's overlooked. And she's oh. done so much good stuff over yeah. the years. So okay. versatile. Yeah. You know, I, I saw her in, um, conversation about her new book recently and she was saying like she's got so many accents she's actually yeah. got them as well it's not just like when it's on your spot like yeah. you can't do it yeah 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 surely people don't lie on their spot like italian french Welsh, Irish, Scottish. <laughs> yeah. I know. the other day i was just desperately trying to find the asterisk again what was authentically their accent i was like fucking hell it's also like <laughs> skills puppetry yeah yeah flying a plane yeah <laughs> Laugh. But Miriam's done like back in the day. She was the voice of. Uh, do you remember when the PG Tips did the Chimps? Yeah, she was oh, one of them. Oh, was she? She's one of the Dolmio. I think the mom or the grandma in that. Wow. Brilliant. She's like sexy voice of the Cadbury Bunny for Caramel. Oh, was she? And then yeah, and then stuff like 
anal salt pile screen. So the, the versatility. <laughs> really, I love that. Piles one day, Cadbury's the next. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. That's what she's doing. Yeah, I that's love it. good. She's, good so, she's just got the confidence, I think, as well. And in voice stuff, it's important like just to try something new sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, I think she, I I love her. I'm with you. I have to listen to those adverts and then I have to go and watch them. Yeah, look on their website. I think mm. she leads with the anus as the first yeah. one. I'm going to have to look at that. that. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> you've done your voiceover. You've shared it with the, the each other, right? <laughs> it's five o'clock Friday yeah. night, and you've just finished your voiceover session potentially with each other. Yeah. What are you going to do in Soho? And I am calling it Soho because I absolutely we're based in Soho for me it's still the centre of the of everything most of our voiceovers are in Soho you know I think I just I've lived here I've worked here too long we love Soho well there's so much to do in Soho that's it you know that not a rhyme is it an acronym where they uh, going for dinner with Billy Piper all of the street names in central Soho so going Greek Frith Dean Wardour B what's B Oh, Berwick. And Poland Street. Poland Street, that's yeah. right. So, I have love a point that. on every road. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> love that. That's well, brilliant. what would you do? I mean, so, I mean, we could, you know, I mean, uh, I'd probably go to, well, I'd nip into all the clubs from Dean Street to Blacks love. to Groucho to the Quo Vardis. To, I know someone in every one, obviously. Yeah, yeah we know everyone, yeah. Um, St. Barnabas, you know, we'd go in all those places and then maybe get a rickshaw. <laughs> Spend all your wages that you just made yeah. on the rickshaw around the corner. I always say rickshaw, it's a rickshaw. I can never say it. Um, I thought that's how you call them in Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's got a rickshaw. Probably do. It's the cobbles. Uh, <laughs> it's got a rickshaw. Um, yeah, go and have some nice food. Go for a pizza, nice wine. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, you can never get out of Soho, that's, that's the thing. It. You're not home till what, three o'clock in the everybody morning? Everybody you know. Everyone you know. Well's your oyster. Yeah. Literally, if you go seafood bar on Dean Street. Exactly. Good. Oh, that was very good, that. I like that. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, love it. Love it. Love it. Go on. Go on. What would you do? Yeah, know, so? I do tend to like, I'm a bit of a homing pigeon to Dean Street. I think yeah. it, when I first came to London, I was like 16, I was doing the National Youth Theatre and I did something yeah. there. Then I did my showcase there for drama school. Then I think when I moved to London, I just it was the only street I knew. Yeah. So really? I was just there. Yeah. It's great, you know. Dean Street. It's yeah. Great. It's great. You're right. And, and everybody's there. Like yeah. your richer, more famous friends are there, and they'll bring you into that one. You go to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be sad in, in on Dean Street. No, and there's a great the great restaurant, the Italian restaurant, it's fifty four, forty four. Do you want to do a voiceover 55. for them? Fifty <laughs> five. 50. 40! Ah, thank 40. you! Thank you, producer Mike. 40 Dean Street. 40 Dean Street. Do you like 40? It's an Italian restaurant. Oh, nice. No, and I it's really think I get reasonably... past Dean Street Townhouse. Oh, so I get, I, I no, get but it's reasonably, reasonably priced. It's really, oh, really good. And it's authentic. And it's got a real great vibe. It's, it's across the street from Black's, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 40 Dean Street. It's just called 40 Dean Street. Oh, Love that place. And the French house, of course. It's Obviously. Oh, classic. You got to treat yourself some way after You've a voiceover. You've got over to. There. You got to do. You know. Yeah. You I'm feel more, good. You spend it all, don't you? Get <laughs> yeah, a voiceover. One night you spend all that money and in like, Soho. Don't forget to put your money aside for tax. You're like, what? I can't hear you. What tax? It's all in the Groucho. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> oh, I love Groucho. Yeah. So that's kind of that was everything I had to cover. Have you got anything that you wanted to ask as a as a voiceover artist and or advice that you would give anyone? going oh, into the advice. industry. That's a good one, advice. Um, 
I think if you're looking to get into it, um, just really know your own voice. That's mm. another thing I don't mm. think I really ever thought about. I was just like, I could do this. Mm. But, you know, what is your voice like? Uh, what could you sell? I'm more likely to do, like, Lidl or Aldi than M&S. Call me Lidl or Aldi, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> No, exactly. I know exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what yeah, you're right. It's what your voice suits which brands. And I think you 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 think of like little Aldi as being more down to earth. You're very down to earth. I'm very down to earth. You know, I'm, we're not going to go in and sell Harrods, are we? You know, we probably wouldn't yeah, do a Harrods. Harrods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless Harrods wants to get a little bit down to earth, like we are, you know, if they want to get a bit down to earth like we are, come down to our level, we could do Harrods, but you're absolutely right, it's knowing, it's knowing, you. it's knowing your voice, knowing what you're good at selling, um, but also, but you know, you're versatile, I can see you're versatile, so being, you know, versatile is like a middle ground, you know, all the sort of like down to earth um brands where most people can relate to yeah. in the real world and then going to kind of a middle brand again it's relatable and there's some things that we are not going to find relatable as us as humans so then that's always hard to sell yeah if you don't believe in a brand absolutely how can you sell it yeah as well i think that's know? fair and i think the other misconception is with with like knowing your voice that's yeah. a really good point is not trying to be everything yeah i think people think oh i'm going to go into voice send me a reel with everything that they can think of and I'm like who the fuck am I listening to I don't know what this is and actually more and more people want the natural voice and who yes. and, and find people from their actual authentic areas yeah. or whatever so actually sending Accents. me one where you start yeah. off sounding like a chimpanzee followed by oh I'm a fairy and I'm doing this and it, that's very very difficult to decipher some people can do that brilliantly but it's okay to just be good at who you are. Yeah. And and I think people don't realise that. I think sometimes it's like you might your voice Colette is who you are. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna try and make man. you something else. Because <laughs> I sound like a gay man. <laughs> I just, every time I used to phone my auntie Pat, by the way, she was always like, Hey Auntie Pat, how are you doing? You're really good. Always leave voice messages. Because she never answered the phone. Eventually gets hold of her. Hi, Auntie Pat, I've left you loads of voice messages. No, you haven't. I said, yes, I have. No, just some gay man's been leaving me. I said, no, Auntie Pat, that's your niece. That's your niece. So I know what, I know what my voice is Yeah, you're a like. gay man. Yeah. I actually, an ex-girlfriend once described my voice as a, character, a cartoon character stuck inside a jam jar. <laughs> I was like, I can't be mad at that. It's kind That's of brilliant. right. That's actually brilliant. I think brilliant. we're going to change your bios, by yeah. the way, girls. That's brilliant. We... <laughs> we'll just get exes to describe yeah. our, or family members to describe our thing. I think that's how I'm going to move forward. I love that. At what point did that come up in your relationship? At the well, end? Notice I said at the end. So next. That was it. That was it. Over. And also the advice to give um, voice actors some advice I think is really important when they're in there because some people get really nervous. I've mm. got a friend who does voiceovers. At, at the beginning she was so nervous. Did you get nervous at the beginning? I think you just you don't know what to expect, do you? So there yeah. is that trepidation. It's just like you're not, you, it's on familiar ground. You're not quite sure what you want. And I think I found what was really good was most of the time the directors and the producers 
they, they're not quite 100% sure what they're looking yeah. for. Yeah. So they yeah. want you to have that input. So I found it really helpful if you, you know, offer them to look, do you want me to try and maybe, should I put a pause there? Yeah. Should, do you want me to slow it down? Kind of give them some ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they go, all right, okay, yeah. Yeah. So I think don't be afraid of, without being pushy, because let them direct you, but don't be afraid of suggesting um, things because a lot of the time they actually they're not sure what they're looking for yeah. yet. Yeah. So I think that's a good point to, yeah. to remember that they're willing you to do well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They chose yeah. your voice out of all those millions yeah. of voices, and I always yeah. feel really lucky to go in and know that. Exactly. And then make friends with the technician. Always. Always. Yeah. Always. Also, it helps everybody to get the best out of the session. If there's a yeah. little tweak you need, you know, I'm half deaf. If I need the cans. I'm a yeah. big deaf. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have a deaf podcast. What is that? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I'm on good side or your bad side. I'm learning so much about you both all of a sudden. I'm a little bit deaf in this ear, a little bit deaf. I can't no hearing in this ear. Oh, that's so funny. Well, me and you should be doing this. Shouldn't we? Because I. Oh, God, yeah. Key information that you need to Can you put the volume up on my cans, please? Yeah, no, but actually, that's really valid. I think the only thing that I would say that I used to find as a producer, ex producer, well, producer, the one thing that used to drive me insane is if you've had a really intense session with a client, right? And the client finally goes, yep, nailed it, loved it. Everyone goes, yep, great. And the voice artist goes, I think I can oh, do better. No. Fuck no. off. Go now. Go to Dean's <laughs> Street. Oh, open that can. Oh, really? Because the client will go, oh, oh. And you're like, Shit, I, have, I have done that, though. Because right. I'm perfectionist. I've gone sometimes. Are you sure I think no. I can do that better? No. You know? I you will sure? tell you, once they have signed it off, the producer is literally watching her clock because there won't be any more money. Okay. Yeah. And they can't, and the client will suddenly get doubt and will yeah. be sitting there questioning the voice artist. I've only going, ever done oh, it once, I think. But maybe I that wasn't the right thing. And, and yeah. it's everyone else is wrapping up and getting their coats <gasps> and like, yeah. so it's a big no no. So yeah. Zip it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> no, will thank zip you very, it. So glad you liked Why it. Why do you thank though? You they much. have gone. Do you think so? Do you want to do one more? Okay, yeah. let me do one more. Go and on, if right. you haven't nailed it on that one more, your yeah. your voice is in the balance at that yeah. point because yeah. they're all like, oh, was she right? Yeah. <laughs> well, then I go else? after I've done it. I've nailed that. <laughs> That's the one in the can. That's the one to fill everybody with confidence. <laughs> but the best thing is to go into an hour session and be out in 10 minutes. So if they say, oh, well done, I'm like, okay, great, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Actually, that is so true. It's true. Because sometimes you are in and out. Yeah. You? Don't question it. Yeah. If they said, if it's fine to give suggestions. I think that's yeah. really, really good because yeah. they can get stuck and not really know where yeah. to go with it. But once they've said after you we know, love anything. That. I think we've got that. Yeah. You go, you go yes. thank you very much. Yes. I shall see you and my paycheck yeah. another day. Yeah. Love you, goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shopping and liberties, thank yeah. you. Um, so yeah, I think that's brilliant. So I think, um, I'm gonna say thanks guys for joining thank me today. You, really Steph, appreciate thank it. you, and that's it for the show. Hope you liked it. And if you did, please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts. It was presented by me, Steph Thompson, and produced by Mike Hansen for Pod People's Productions and recorded by Sean Dios. And a special thanks to Jungle Studios in Soho for lending me their studio. See you next time. Pod People.